Hi, hello. Welcome to the Dirty Rabbit Hole podcast. I'm Michael Foreman, author. Yes, hi again. It's Michael Foreman, author, calling to you all the way from the Dirty Rabbit Hole podcast in Western Australia. And today's podcast on sexless marriages on the Dirty Rabbit Hole podcast, I asked the question, is refusal of sex like breaking a wedding vow? And I raised this topic because somebody on sexlessmarriage.uku.com has asked the question, is refusing sex breaking a vow? Now, I know our wedding vows don't specifically say sex. I know others will reject that statement, but I know in my vows, it did not say that you will have sex. It wasn't specifically spelled out. And for my now ex-wife, she took that quite literal. But what about you? Where do you sit on this particular topic? Do you feel like it would be breaking a vow? Patiently Dying says this, I posted this question purely out of curiosity. I have my own opinions, but I am just curious as to what others think. I have to say that I have grown cynical over the years, and I look back and remember how my parents, those in my circle of friends, clergy, entertainment, etc., would sell you the myth of happily ever after. It was, or is, so prevalent that there are whole industries around it. If there is a way to make a buck on it, there is someone doing it. You have wedding planners, you have the dress and tux makers, the caterers, etc. If you get caught breaking such vows, well, you have the divorce lawyers, who, last I checked, were doing quite well. Oh, well, maybe I'm just cynical. Janie responds with, I recently converted to orthodoxy before getting married in church. During the classes prior to my conversion, refusal was a topic during an entire hour. Of course, it was directed towards the women in the group, and I could feel my heartbreak, knowing darn well it was my husband who was the refuser. Yes, then and now, I do believe his refusal is a broken vow. BCETC71 says, Indeed, refusal is cheating. Plain and simple, is breaking up the most fundamental marriage vows. Unfortunately, society and the establishment perceive the victims as the perpetrators and the cheater, the homebreaker. It must be something that you did to the refusers or something inherently wrong about you. This topic is also a miss in the context of religion and faith. They don't have an answer for victims of sexless marriages other than you already married and you have to put up with it. What do you think of that response? They do believe that refusal is equal to cheating. So cheating is equal to vow breaking and vow breaking equates to unsexless marriage. They're all tied together apparently. I don't know whether I entirely agree but these are the opinions of people who are out in the community suffering at the hands of a sexless marriage. Sugar and Spice responds. If you are asking if their refusal is worse than us outright stepping out for sex after they refuse, that can get sticky in some instances. But sexless defined as 10 times a year or less, in that case I would have to say most would not have 
<coughs> cheated on them if they had kept up sex and intimacy in the first place. Then I would have to ask, who cheated who? I don't consider it cheating. They cheated us out of intimacy, love and fun sex and that may be the repercussion of such an action. I am biased and I will say withholding affection when it wasn't negotiated is worse. They would say it's their right, their body. Fair enough, but don't mislead us in the first place because all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Walking Spanish adds his bit. She does not share intimate space with me, although she still accepts and expects other benefits from the legal marriage. So, I would seize an opportunity to share somebody else's intimate space while accepting the other benefits from my legal marriage. By my interpretation, she's lost her personal claim over my intimate space. That being said, matrimonial law may conflict with my interpretation of the intimate marital covenant and its fracturing. I have weighed the risks and understand the potential consequences. Wow. Everybody has got their own take on this matter. And if you're interested in following up on this particular topic, sexlessmarriage.uq.com is available to you too. I don't run the site. I'm an author of Sexless Marriage Narratives. My book, Seethings, which is available on smashwords.com for free, tells you about the story and the life that I existed in a sexless marriage thrown in with some fiction in order to make it more interesting. But I am like you. I have been through it, and I'm totally interested in people who are going through the situation. Some of you at the very beginning of your lives and your marriages and are wondering what the future brings. Some of you are in the middle of it all, and you can already see doubt on the horizon. And then some of you are nearing the end of it and going, you either throw your hands up in um, frustration and say, look, this is my lot for the rest of my life, or you're about to get out of the relationship. You're about to get out of the marriage. And if that's the case, then that's where I went. And I have a happy ever story happening now as a result of getting out of it. And I always encourage people, if you don't like the situation, you can do something about it. I've mentioned many times on the podcast, seek help, professional help, counseling, therapy, guidance, whatever. And let it run its course and give it a fair time for it to run its course. And if you still aren't getting satisfaction, then make plans to get out. And I know it's not easy to do that. It's easy for me to say that, but it's not easy for you to do that. But if you are unhappy in your marriage and you're not getting what you need, then seriously consider finding a way to get out. And that's it from today's podcast track. I hope you enjoyed it. As I mentioned before, I wrote a book, Seethings, available on smashwords.com. You can come to my website at michaelformanwriting.com if you want to contact me personally and tell me more about your story. I may even use bits and pieces of it for my next upcoming podcast track. All right, wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a really great day. But just remember, it can always rain on your parade. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.